It says, from the time the word goes out to restore and rebuild Jerusalem until the anointed one, the ruler comes. And people go, okay, the anointed one, that means maybe they have an anointing. Some translations of the Jewish scriptures say the anointed place, but we need to look at the Hebrew word. And the word there, Jonathan, for anointed one is Mashiach. If that doesn't sound familiar to you, let me connect the dots, Messiah. Did you know that Jesus was Jewish? You might be asking, what does that mean for your Christian faith? Watch today and discover how understanding the Jewish roots of your faith and your connection to Israel and the Jewish people can transform your life and the way you read the Bible. Coming up on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice. I'm Jonathan Burnus and I'm joined by my co-host Ezra Benjamin. It's been said that the New Testament is concealed in the Old Testament while the Old Testament is revealed in the New. Today we're going to focus on one of those concealed scriptures written hundreds of years before Jesus was ever born. We're going to be looking at Daniel chapter 9. Now, Ezra, this is one of my favorites. I yeah, say that about a number of them, but there's over 300 messianic prophecies. Mm -hmm. we, we actually have them all listed out sure. on some of our resources. When you say messianic prophecies, Jonathan, unpack that for us. What do you yeah, mean good. by that? I'm talking about prophecies that predictively lay out the uh, credentials of the Messiah. In mm -hmm. other words, where he would be born. Mm -hmm. We're told in, in Micah chapter 5, Bethlehem, mm -hmm. when he would be born, mm -hmm. which is what we're going to be focusing on today mm -hmm. in Daniel chapter 9, what his, he would accomplish, mm -hmm. how he would die, uh, the, the, the uh, details of his crucifixion, mm -hmm. uh, specific things that he said from the cross, mm -hmm on and on and on, very specific details about the atoning work of the Messiah that were written in the prophets right. and, and some in the Torah actually, which is why Moses said that the, the one that would come after him would uh, be greater than him, but would not add anything to what he said. Right. In other words, he would be proclaiming mm -hmm. the revealed scripture and in and, and, and one sense, Jesus didn't teach us anything that was new in the sense that it was uh, foreign to the revelation of Scripture. Or a violation of Scripture. Or a violation of Scripture. That's sure. actually the warning, that anything that's contrary right. to what you've been taught, they're not the Messiah. Sure. Don't trust them. Sure. Jesus, of course, brings us full meaning and understanding and reinterprets things for us. Right. Uh, in bringing clarity to what had become tradition and so on. But uh, the foundation of the work of Messiah is revealed in the Torah and the prophets. Sure. And one of the clearest out of the 300, so these are the messianic prophecies right. that, that lay out for us the, the, the things to look for in identifying the Messiah correctly. I see. And that, that was very clear to the disciples right. once their eyes were open. And when Ezra, when they expounded on Scripture, we're told that they expounded on the Scriptures to prove mm -hmm. to their Jewish brethren that mm -hmm. this was the promised Messiah. Yeshua exactly. was the promised Messiah. They were using the Torah 
They were using the book of Isaiah, of Jeremiah, of Daniel, and so on. Totally. Because those were the scriptures. Yeah, we see that so often dozens of times, literally dozens of times throughout the New Testament in the Gospels and then in Paul's writings and the other letters. And the books, we see that phrase, so that the scriptures might be fulfilled, right? This happened during the life the ministry, the death, the burial, the resurrection, and the ascension of Yeshua to be with the Father at his right hand so that the scripture might be fulfilled. And then it quotes something from what's called the Jewish Bible, or we know it as the Old Testament. Exactly. Yeah. In great detail, in amazing detail. Right. And one of the, the, the greatest is Daniel chapter 9. Yeah. We've looked at Isaiah 53 recently, probably the clearest that speaks of his atoning death. But Daniel 9 is stunning in its detail right? because it lays out some facts that are indisputable mm -hmm. and that prove, literally prove, that Yeshua was the Messiah. Yeah, and I think, Jonathan, for context for those watching today, there's really two things going on here in terms of the Jewish community's understanding. The first is getting beyond this idea that Jesus is the God of the Christians who shows up in 0 AD and invents a new religion. We have, to, we have to get beyond that narrative and, and our, our appeal to the Jewish community is, no, no, look again at the person and the life and the ministry and the death and resurrection of Yeshua from Nazareth, Jesus, and then ask, according to the scriptures, could he be the one we've waited for? And Daniel 9, I believe, we believe, and we're going to show you in a minute, clearly says that he was because there's a specific time when he would be born and a specific time when he would die spoken by Daniel hundreds of years and before. And why he would die. Exactly. Very clearly Even why he would important. die. I, I say this and I, and I challenge yeah. uh, anyone that's watching that hasn't embraced Yeshua, Jesus as the Messiah, maybe you uh, come from a Jewish background. Anyone who looks at the scriptures with an open mind, looks right. at messianic prophecy, predictive prophecy, that indisputably was written hundreds of years before mm -hmm. he ever walked the earth will come away convinced if you look with an open mind. Mm -hmm. The problem mm -hmm. is many don't. They come with preconceived ideas and yep. one of those is Jesus can't be our Messiah. He exactly. can't be because, exactly. because it was determined 2,000 years ago yep. that he wasn't. There's another thing that we're going to look at today that I, I, I don't want you to miss and that is the support of uh, the Messiahship of Yeshua of Jesus in Daniel 9 according to the Hebrew, going back to the original Hebrew. So important. Makes it absolutely clear. Yeah. You know, you can look at some translations and say, I don't see it. But go back to the original Hebrew on Daniel 9, it's very clear. Right. And the context here, Jonathan, before we even get into the kind of focal passage for today's teaching is Daniel begins to pray because he understood from the scriptures that there were these 70 years when the Jewish people would be exiled to Babylon because of our sin. And we deserved it, make no mistake. But at that time, God would stretch out his hand to bring us back to the land of Israel, really to bring us back to himself as a people. And I love this passage. Daniel looks and says, the set time has come to favor the Jewish people. 70 years are up and he sets his heart to praying and fasting. And he gets more than a return to Israel. He gets more than an answer from heaven. He gets download from God about the details of the Messiahship. Right, now what we're not gonna do today, just to prepare you, we're not gonna go into the 70 weeks right. and go through the dating of all that, that we don't have time to do that. What we are going to do is to look at some of the text yeah. in detail. 
And Jonathan, in the verses that follow that we're going to look at in just a few minutes, it's, it's very clear when the Messiah would be born, when he would die, why he would die. It's, it's all right here in these few verses. And that's, that's so much what we're focused on as a ministry is getting that word out, who the Messiah is. And we see in the Old Testament, confirmed in the New, it's Jesus, it's Yeshua, the Savior of the world. You know, what a tragedy that the Jewish people have heard so often throughout history that the gospel the Messiah, Jesus, the Savior, isn't for them. He's the God of the Christians. He's the God of the Gentiles. The Jews have another way to God. Can I tell you, we don't. And that's what we're so passionate about here. There's one name under heaven given to men by which all of us, Jew and Gentile, must be saved. And that name is Jesus, Yeshua in Hebrew, which means salvation. One of the things that differentiates us from other ministries reaching out to bless the Jewish people is we believe the greatest blessing you can give the Jewish people is the gospel. That's right. And by withholding it, you're keeping them from eternal life and abundant life. Hmm. So we're thankful for all the Israel-based ministries, for all the ministries that bless Israel with humanitarian aid and political support. But the most important thing the Jewish people need is the gospel. That's and we're, right. That's why we exist as a ministry. We want to encourage you to partner with us uh, to become a monthly Shalom partner. Mm -hmm. And then every month you're helping us to get the gospel out to the Jewish people. And we're seeing lives transformed and you can be part of that. We have some resources we wanna send to you as our way of saying thank you. We don't sell things on Jewish Voice, we invest in our partners. We have a rabbi looks at the last days, a different approach to the last days than you've ever read. Uh, along with the study guide, a rabbi looks at the last days. And if you'll become a Shalom partner, we want to send you this beautifully handcrafted shofar. Mm -hmm. It's a working shofar. You right. can actually practice and you'll be able to blow the shofar. And it comes on this stand and we'll get that to you for your uh, monthly support for your Shalom partnership. We urge you to get involved today. Don't wait till tomorrow. Pick the, up the phone and call, log on to the website and get involved now, here's how. As Jonathan said, the Messianic prophecies are clear, 300 of them. We've just scratched the surface. We have a responsibility and eyes need to be opened for your gift of $40 or more. Jonathan will send you his book, A Rabbi Looks at the Last Days, along with a very helpful workbook. Both will open your eyes to how a New Testament is concealed in the Old Testament, and the Old Testament is revealed in the New Testament. Call, write, or go online today, allowing us to sow into your life with both books for a gift of $40. We also want to bless you for your support by sending you the Jewish Voice Calendar for 2024. Or even better, become a new Shalom Partner with your ongoing gift of $30 a month, we'll send you the book and the workbook, A Rabbi Looks at the Last Days. Plus, you'll also receive this ram's horn shofar and wooden stand. For centuries, the shofar has been used to call believers into action and to declare victory. Please note, this is not a replica. It's a fully functional, natural animal horn you'll want to display in your home where it will surely inspire you and your family to respond to God's call in your life. Even as we approach the last days, your shofar will remind you of how your partnership with Jewish Voice 
cultivates humanitarian outreach and transformative teaching around the world in this landmark year. One of the best ways that you can live out your calling as a Christian is to be a witness to the Jewish people through being a committed monthly Shalom partner. When you give monthly, 100% of your donations will go directly to our ministry work, meaning 100% of your gift will help to proclaim the gospel, lift the physical burdens of persecuted and destitute Jewish people and their neighbors, disciple fellow believers in their faith, and support Messianic Jewish communities in Israel and around the world throughout the scattered Jewish communities. Let's work together to do our part in seeing all Israel saved so we can be the greatest witness of Jesus the world has ever known. Please prayerfully consider joining us as a Shalom partner today. Please call this toll-free number. Friendly operators will answer all your questions. Scan the QR code or mail your most generous gift to the address on the screen. If you prefer, you can give securely online at jewishvoice.tv. On behalf of the many Jewish people standing on the threshold of eternity, thank you so much. We could not do the work that God has given us to do without you. You are absolutely vital in helping us reach Jewish communities all over the world. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We truly appreciate you and your support and prayer of Jewish Voice. Okay, Ezra, you ready to dive into the text? Let's do it. We're doing we it to. now. Yeah. We are doing it. Daniel chapter 9. Right. Some, some of the clearest uh, prophetic, right. predictive messianic prophecy in the Old Testament. This is the New Testament concealed in the Old. That's right. That's it right. really is. So, uh, verse 24, okay, 70 weeks are decreed for your people and your holy city to finish transgression. Mm -hmm. Listen to this, to put an end to sin. Amazing, to atone for wickedness, to bring an everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy and to anoint the most holy place. Talk right. about that. Right. That's well, so I think we can understand amazing. in the context, people go 70 weeks. That's not a lot of, that's just a little more than a year. We need to understand in the context without going into all the detail because we just don't have time today that this is talking about weeks of years. Mm -hmm. So what we can understand here is 77s of years, okay? So 490 years, if I did the math right, are decreed for all these things to happen, to put an end to transgression and sin, to atone for wickedness, and to bring everlasting righteousness. And we go, wow, okay, 490 year timeline. And then it gets even more specific. Remember, this is Gabriel bringing the answer to Daniel's prayer from heaven, from mm -hmm. the throne room itself. And it says in verse 25, no one understand this, from the time the word goes out to restore and rebuild Jerusalem, and we can pause right there, put a pin in that for a minute. We understand that that happened during the reign of Darius, okay? Mm -hmm. So if we count that on the year BC when it happened and fast forward about 490 years, it puts us right smack dab during the time when the historical records confirm that Jesus of Nazareth, who you and I know, is Jesus Yeshua, the Messiah, the savior of the world, the savior of the lost sheep yeah, so of the house of Israel. Just to, ex ministered. just to expound on that, we have the dates. We know when 
the southern kingdom returned from the Babylonian captivity. And the temple was rebuilt. To rebuild the temple and to rebuild Jerusalem. Exactly. Very specific, not exactly. conjecture, historic right. fact. Right. So we have this bookend, okay, that the temple is to be rebuilt. Fast forward 490 years. Now listen, I'm halfway through verse 25. It says, until, from the, word, the time the word goes out to restore and rebuild Jerusalem until the anointed one, the ruler comes. Now we can pause there again because some translations, Jonathan, people go, okay, the anointed one, that means maybe they have an anointing. Lots of people have an anointing. Some translations of the Jewish scriptures say the anointed place, and we sort of go this different direction, but we need to look at the Hebrew word because remember, this is an English translation of the Hebrew Bible written by Hebrew-speaking authors, and the word there, Jonathan, for anointed one is Mashiach. If that doesn't sound familiar to you, let me connect the dots. Messiah. Mashiach is the anointed one. The only meaning of that word in Hebrew is the Messiah, yes. the promised one who would save us. And from you say, sins. well, no, Jesus is right. the Christ. Right. Well, Christ right. is the Greek, Christos, exactly. which comes from Mashiach, exactly. Messiah, the anointed exactly. one. So we have this it's from so the time clear. the temple is to be rebuilt until the Messiah the ruler comes, there will be seven, seven, 62 sevens. So again, just shy of 490 years, it will be rebuilt with streets and a trench, but in times of trouble. And then listen, after 62 sevens, after this period of time, again, the Messiah will be put to death. The Messiah will be put to death and will have nothing. And then the people of the ruler, and we understand this contextually in history to be the Roman empire, will come to destroy the city and the sanctuary and the end will come like a flood. We have a bookend of when Darius said the temple's to be rebuilt and we have a bookend of 70 AD. Historical record, look it up anywhere, Wikipedia, Google, when the Roman Empire destroyed the temple in Jerusalem and within this period of time, the Messiah, the anointed one, would come and would die, but not for himself. It's so clear. It's just mind-boggling. It's incredible. It's so clear. So we, now we have the specific date right. for the coming of the Messiah right. and the death of the Messiah and the statement he won't die for himself. Exactly. He won't die for his own sins. Yeah. It's, it's, it's absolutely mind-blowingly clear right. that he's going to die before the destruction of the second temple. Right absolutely clear sure and notice it says the the rule the, the the kingdom that comes will destroy the temple and jerusalem right exactly what happened and we have the archaeological remains sure and what's so interesting to me jonathan is that the majority of of the jewish community our family members of ours the religious jewish community in the world is still waiting for the messiah to come there's belief that a Messiah, a, a conquering king, will come to, to save Israel, to redeem the Jewish people one day, to rule over the nations of the earth. But most Jewish people in the world are still waiting for him to come. And yet, what do we do with this passage? That between King Darius and 70 AD, the Messiah would come and would die, but not for himself. It's right here in the Old Testament scriptures. Yeah, literally not for his own iniquities. Right. He would be cut off but not for himself. Sure. And it's dated specifically to a set time in history that we have all of the historical records and the archeological records happened. 
Exactly. Yeah, you want proof. Yeah, and, and just, you know, going back to verse 24, right? Why did he die but not for himself? You already read it. To put an end to transgression and sin, to atone for wickedness, and to bring in everlasting righteousness. Behold the Lamb of God, John the Baptist said, Yohanan in Hebrew, who takes away the sin of the world. John understood so many of the writers of the New Testament understood. Paul's eyes were opened on the Damascus Road to understand Jesus is the one we've been waiting for. He came to fulfill everything the prophets spoke of. Ezra, every time I look at passages like this, it's just, I'm so amazed. It's incredible. It's, it's all there. It's all there in the Jewish scriptures. Black and white. We're not going to get very far through this today. It just, we, we, we've only scratched the surface. Sure. But... We have materials that we want to get into your hands that will, I think will be really helpful for you. Uh, I wrote a book uh, about the last days, and it's a different approach than I think anything you've ever read before. And it talks about Messianic prophecy, talks about Daniel chapter 9. A rabbi looks at the last days. Uh, I, want, I want to sow this into your life along with the study guide. A rabbi looks at the last days. Uh, for your gift of support to help us to bring the gospel to Jewish communities and their neighbors. And we are breaking new ground, Ezra. That's right. We're going to remote places of the world to reach the scattered tribes of Israel because God is not finished with the Jewish people. That's right. That's why we need your monthly support. We need you to become a Shalom partner, an ambassador of peace. We have a shofar that we want to send you with a stand, and you'll be able to display this and, and share with Jewish people that you invite into your home. It's a reminder that you are standing with this ministry as we transform lives together. There's an eternal reward for that. And you'll be helping us to, to transform lives and to provoke Jewish people to jealousy. You know, they have to hear to believe and they can't hear without someone being sent. So you can send us and share in a, in a heavenly reward. So I really encourage you to become a Shalom partner. I really want to get these materials to you. Sure. It's not only Daniel 9. There's 300 right. plus right. prophecies that reveal in the Old Testament mm -hmm. the fulfillment of, of the Messiah in the person of Yeshua and of Jesus that's given us to us in the Gospels. The account's very clear. It's all there. Get involved today. Don't wait. Pick up the phone. Log on and become a Shalom partner today. Here's how. As Jonathan said, the Messianic prophecies are clear. 300 of them. We've just scratched the surface. We have a responsibility and eyes need to be opened for your gift of $40 or more. Jonathan will send you his book, A Rabbi Looks at the Last Days, along with a very helpful workbook. Both will open your eyes to how a New Testament is concealed in the Old Testament, and the Old Testament is revealed in the New Testament. Call, write, or go online today, allowing us to sow into your life with both books for a gift of $40. We also want to bless you for your support by sending you the Jewish Voice Calendar for 2024. Or even better, become a new Shalom Partner with your ongoing gift of $30 a month. We'll send you the book and the workbook, A Rabbi Looks at the Last Days. Plus, you'll also receive this ram's horn shofar and wooden stand. For centuries, 
The shofar has been used to call believers into action and to declare victory. Please note, this is not a replica. It's a fully functional natural animal horn you'll want to display in your home where it will surely inspire you and your family to respond to God's call in your life. Even as we approach the last days, your shofar will remind you of how your partnership with Jewish Voice cultivates humanitarian outreach and transformative teaching around the world in this landmark year. One of the best ways that you can live out your calling as a Christian is to be a witness to the Jewish people through being a committed monthly Shalom partner. When you give monthly, 100% of your donations will go directly to our ministry work, meaning 100% of your gift will help to proclaim the gospel, lift the physical burdens of persecuted and destitute Jewish people and their neighbors, disciple fellow believers in their faith, and support Messianic Jewish communities in Israel and around the world throughout the scattered Jewish communities. Let's work together to do our part in seeing all Israel saved so we can be the greatest witness of Jesus the world has ever known. Please prayerfully consider joining us as a Shalom partner today. Please call this toll-free number. Friendly operators will answer all your questions. Scan the QR code or mail your most generous gift to the address on the screen. If you prefer, you can give securely online at jewishvoice.tv. On behalf of the many Jewish people standing on the threshold of eternity, thank you so much. We're so glad you joined us today. We always leave time at the end to pray for the needs of our partners, those that are watching the program. We get so many prayer requests and we pray over them by name, but we take time in the program to agree together in prayer because we believe in a God who is very, very present in our lives, who hears and answers prayer. And as you shared, Ezra, the prayer's already answered. That's right. It's just being thwarted, but yeah. just press on. We're gonna agree with you for the breakthrough and yeah. I, I'm gonna have you pray that yeah. for the breakthrough. To. Will I'd you do that for to. us? And just yeah. join with us in faith because without faith, it's impossible to please God, but through faith, yeah. all things are possible. Yep. So Lord, don't we, give up. We come to you, Lord, today in that full assurance of faith that you are the God who is yes. and that you reward those who seek you. Yes. And so, Lord, we seek you today. We stand with our brothers and sisters watching, listening. We stand with them in the burdens, the anxieties, the worries, the things that they're carrying into your throne Thank room. You, and yes. we say they are highly favored because they're sons and daughters in your kingdom and that they have what they're asking for as we agree with them as they ask it according to your will. Lord, so we thank you that you are able to respond quickly. And Lord, for grace and strength in the waiting. Until we see you change our circumstances, Lord, strengthen us and give us grace to wait. And we praise you and rejoice in advance for the answers that you will send from heaven. Thank we you. love you, we bless we you. Do. In Yeshua's name, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. If you'd like to get more information about our ministry, you can log on to our website. It's jewishvoice.tv, one word, jewishvoice.tv. You can also send us your prayer request right on the website. We have a team here at Jewish Voice that's committed to reading your prayer request and praying for you by name. So please let us know what you need 
and God is ready to answer your prayers. We're going to agree with you. As we close our program, I want to remind you also, God asked each of us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We're told, may they prosper who love thee. So God takes this seriously, and I encourage you to do also. Until next time, this is Jonathan Burnus along with Ezra Benjamin saying shalom and God bless you.